Change your future by changing your past. Welcome to Relationships First. It's David Dubay. I'm so excited you're here today because in this episode, we're talking about changing your future by changing your past. A lot of people believe that you can't change your past, that your past is an anchor to your identity and who you are, and it is, but there's parts of your past that you can change to change your future. And in today's episode, I'm going to explain how that works. Some of this I want to share with you about how hate and anger festers. And then I'm going to share a story, not of, my, not of me, it's not my story, it's a story of someone else, and I'll tell you that when we get there. But first, let's talk about hate and anger. My mother, I loved my mother very much, still love her. She's no longer with us today because she died of cancer. She passed away because of cancer. She had it three times. After this, so at some point, my mom, my parents got separated in 2000 and 2003. Separ- separation was official. It was called a divorce. And, you know, it was really tough. It was tough on my mom because literally everything that she did in her life had to change. And she didn't, she didn't take too kindly to that. She didn't take too kindly to that because of her ex, right? My dad was a part of the reason why she had to change. But it's one of those things like, if you don't change, life's going to force you to change anyway. So my mom's whole life had to change. Everything that she was used to changed. And in that change came anger, which manifested itself into hate eventually. I remember, so like my mom came down with cancer in 2009 and I, I was there for her. I helped my mom out. I took her to all her chemo and I took her to a radiation appointment, her first radiation appointment so she could find it again and go again because I was living out of state at the time. But I drove back to her to drive her to her chemo every single time she went. So every three weeks I'd drive home. And after her clean bill of health in 2000, at the end of 2009, 2000 into 2010, you know, things were okay for quite some time. For four years, my mom was pretty okay with everything. And then 2014, she got diagnosed with the second time cancer. And can't the first time changed my mom's financial future to the detriment of her and her relationship with her daughter, my sister, who's blind and autistic, and my mom was her caregiver. So that financial strain that her medical bills caused her, which she never shared with me until her second diagnosis, changed everything. And she, it was a slippery slope at that point in time. And she began to, she went from being okay with things, being the way they were to hating things and resentful of things and people and situations. And it grew and manifested into hate. There's a saying, you may have heard the saying before, is you can't be a prophet in your homeland. So no matter how good I knew or what I knew, I couldn't change my mother. My mom, right, she changed my diapers. She spanked spanked my butt when I was bad, right? She did all these things as as a mother would, as a parent would, 
And so she always saw me as her baby, not as her expert. So even though I could have helped her through some of the things and I tried, they didn't, they went in one ear and out the other. Her hate was so strong that it manifested the third time she got cancer into, well, before I tell you what it was, when you fill in the blank here, when someone doesn't like someone so much that they hate them and they say out loud, I hate your blank, what is it, what goes there? I hate your guts, right? That's, that's the term. That's the word that goes there, guts. And hate is such an evil emotion that it actually consumes the person who holds the hate. It consumes them and it eventually kills them. My mom being living proof of that, her cancer was of her guts. And it eventually took her. Right? So know that these things aren't good. And so the things we're talking about changing are emotions. You know, if you haven't heard the last two episodes, go back and listen to them. The time perception one, timeline perception is the last one. And the one before that is pain and pleasure. They build on each other. And here we're talking about changing your past, right? Like change your future by changing your past. How do we do that? Well, here comes in the next story. The next story isn't my story. It's my father's story. My father works in IT, so he's not a coach, consultant. He doesn't do anything like that. But he and I have a great relationship. My mom and I had a great relationship. We still have a good relationship, even though she's not here physically. But my father and I have always had a great relationship. And we talk about many different subjects. One of those subjects is about forgiveness. Why? Because it's so vitally important in life. So my dad works in IT and he works for consultancy. Consultancy is the agency that places my father at a company. And then the consultancy gets paid by that company and the consultancy then pays my father. That's how working for a consultancy works in the IT industry. Right? It's kind of like job placement, but they continually get paid and then find you new new placement. So the owner of the consultancy that my dad was working with would take my dad out every single month. And one of those times they went out, the my father and him had a conversation about forgiveness. My dad just, I don't know what made him brought it, bring it up or talk about it. Maybe it was he and I were talking about, I, I literally have no idea how it came up, but he just brought it up and started talking about forgiveness and how powerful forgiveness is and how it can change people's lives and it can change their futures as well. And so the gentleman that he met with, right, or was having lunch with, they'd go out every single month and my dad has this conversation with him. And I don't know if it was like a couple days later or a week later, but my dad receives a phone call from him saying, hey, I want to take you out to lunch again. My dad's thinking, well, it hasn't been a month, but who says no to a free lunch? So my dad goes out, you know, 
for lunch with him and they're sitting there and he says, I want to tell you something. You don't know this and I don't tell anyone this, but I, I haven't had a good relationship with my father and he's no longer here. In fact, I hated him and for a really long time. And because of our conversation that evening, when I went home, I thought long and hard about it. And I was like, I'm going to do something about this. And so in his mind's eye, he went and had a conversation with his father and he forgave his father in his mind's eye. And he said he felt this overwhelming sense of love and appreciation. And he was at peace. And he felt like his father and he were both at peace, even though his father's no longer around. And then he continues to tell my father, but there's something else here that you didn't know that no one else actually really knew is that I... I've had psoriasis for the vast majority of my adult life. Now, if you don't know what psoriasis is, it's like a really, it's like a, a, a rash on the skin, it's like really dry skin. And sometimes it appears in innocuous places, like a place where it's easily covered up. And sometimes it's on your hands or on some face, neck, whatever. It can show up in random different places for a myriad of reasons. It's an inflammation of the skin. To an extent, and it causes dryness and ra- uh, like a light rash. And he's like, my dad never knew he had it. He never expressed to anyone that he had it. Probably his doctor is the only one who knew, and anyone who was intimate with him. But he said, I don't have it anymore. It's all gone. I want you to think about that. So this gentleman, for his adult life, has suffered from psoriasis and also hated his father. And because of his experience in his past with his father, he carried that hate until he had a conversation with my father about the power of forgiveness. And then he went home, closed his eyes, imagined having a conversation and forgiving his father felt this overwhelming sense of peace and love. In mere days, psoriasis in which he had his entire adult life has left his body. Like his past was already created. It has already been there. But he changed his current circumstances and how he felt in the now about the past And it changed everything. There is so much power in our abilities to both imagine things and to add positive emotion to things. And in this case, forgive things. There's so much power in that that it literally can shift and change your entire life in an instant. So 
in the last episode, we talked about timeline perception and knowing those hash marks of emotional states that occurred in your past. A lot of what vast majority of us do is we were never taught how to process our emotions. And so we hold things on, we hold on to things forever. And a, a part of that, I want to, I want to bring it to this. In life, when you use the restroom, do you carry what you do in the restroom with you wherever you go? No. When you're done with something and you throw it into the trash, do you then continue to carry the trash with you wherever you go? No. So then when something traumatic happens and we have a, for lack of a better way of saying it, shitty experience in our life, what do we often do with that shitty experience? We carry it with us and then we show the world our shit, don't we? We pull it out and we say, hey, look how crappy my situation is. We do this, don't we? We literally carry the poo with us and then expose it to the rest of the world being like, look at my poo. It sounds silly and stupid, does it not? And yet, so many of us do it. All for what? What? How greater is your life by doing that today from yesterday? Not any better, right? So why do we do it? That is my question. Why do we do this? We do it because most of society does it. Not because it's right, but because most society does it. And then we want to look for sympathy from people. Sympathy is terrible. Empathy is powerful. Sympathy is weak. But that's what we go and look for. Just treat me a little better. And the reason is, is because we don't know how to treat ourselves. I share these two stories with you. The story of my mother, who carried her shit with her and showed it to everyone and talked about it all the time and allowed it to take her from here, from the earth plane. And then the story of my father and his friend slash owner of the consultancy he worked with who felt the same way as my mother, maybe didn't expose it or express it nearly as often. I don't know. But what did he do? He cleaned it up. He flushed the toilet of it. He did not carry the trash with him anymore. He decided, I am done carrying this trash and I'm going to get rid of it. And in doing so, he literally healed himself. At least of one thing that he had carried throughout his adult life, his psoriasis. Which science and doctors will never ever say, hey, that's linked to this emotion. They won't tell you that. Also, they don't know that. 
Most physical ailments are caused by emotional attachments to things. And so when we look at our past and we can see these negative things, we can look back at those negative things, we can expose them for what they are, and then we can have a conversation about it. We can have a mental discussion with someone about it. There's other ways to do it. You can write a letter. So if you want to forgive someone, but you don't want them to know about the forgiveness or you have nothing to do with them now, you can write a letter and burn it. You don't have to send it to them. You can have an imaginary conversation with them in your head, which enables you to forgive yourself and forgive them. You can do these things because imagined or real Your subconscious does not know the difference. All it knows is the emotions attached to it. So you create the emotion inside of you of happiness and forgiveness. Guess what? It's done. This is amazing and powerful. And I share this because I want you to use it. I'm not sharing this because you should not go out and do this. I'm sharing this because this is something so powerful that you should do it. You should look at your timeline, find those negative things. Now, we also cover them up. We stuff our emotions down and we hide traumatic events from ourselves. Our subconscious is protecting us and we've done it for so long that it might be difficult for you to find those things. And there's methods to getting them out. If you want more information on this, Join our private community. Go to relationships with an S dash first F I R S T dot com and join our private community. If you like this and this has been useful to you and you know this is going to be helpful and useful to other people, share this out with the world. Allow other people to hear these things, to know these things, to get the benefits you are getting from them. Rate this show. Let us know what you think. And then join our private community, relationships-first.com. With that being said, I look forward to having you join us on the next episode. I'm David Dubay with Relationships First. Take care.